0: and Company. Stop flipping around the dial. Beach and Company. And let's hit the beach for a while. Beach and Company. The all-around talk of the town. Beach and Company. He'll pick you right up when you're down. Beach and Company. Sandy's on the air, making Buffalo proud. He's bigger than life and twice as loud. News Talk 930 presents to you. Well, hello, hello, hello. It is the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. So there's a shortage of paper bags. Who knew? I've got a solution. I have a solution. Compressed earth could be made into the shape of a bag, and who wouldn't want to bring their groceries home in a dirt bag? huh huh Thank you. Try the via. We'll be here all week. There's no sensing going on. How can I top that one?
2: News Talk presents TV.
0: See, I said compressed earth because I didn't want to give away the punchline by saying dirt. By saying, okay, you could have a dirt bag and then say it'd be a dirt bag, you know? Right. Did you get it?
3: Better than a dirt nap.
0: <laughs> you know, I don't understand. If you call somebody a dirt uh, a dirt bag, you know that Bill, he's a dirt bag. Well, he is. Well, he might be, but I'm just thinking. What's the negative side of that? You're talking about earth and you're talking about a container that can, uh, brings things that you can uh, carry around, what's the negative of a dirt bag, but yet it means, you know, it doesn't mean anything good? Dirty. Oh, just dirty? Yeah. Oh, so not clean. Right. So you, but no, there's no such thing as a clean bag. You, you need, you need... Uh, I don't think I should have done that joke because we wasted uh, two minutes and 37 seconds on it, and it wasn't worth it, but I just thought of it. That's pretty good.
3: Who else in this country is doing humor about dirt?
0: Nobody. I bet I'm the only guy on the radio that uh, did a dirtbag joke today.
3: You didn't hear Mike Randall doing it during the Randall weather, did you? Did,
0: Randall didn't do it, and he can do a lot of stuff. He's a very talented guy, uh, but he didn't do a dirt bag thing. Uh, And (laughs) Chuck Schumer is still uh, proud of his caucus. We know that. And uh, tonight we've got the big uh, debate uh, in which— Very proud
3: of my caucus.
0: I I heard that. Thank you. He he just hangs around the studio every once in a while telling us how proud he is of his caucus.
3: He has nothing else to do, Sandy. uh, Impeachment's uh, over.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, You know, it's kind of like a dull time. It's kind of like a downtime for the uh, Democrats as they try and come up with another reason to impeach the president. So, were you surprised that the president uh, pardoned Blago,
3: uh, Blagojevich? Yeah. yeah, I was. Uh, I was too. Maybe I don't know. Kind of like uh, say, like I'm not just going to. So, I'm not going to just pardon Republicans. Here's a Democrat yeah. for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, you could probably make an argument as to the, the uh, length of the sentence that he received, but I don't know. I wasn't totally thrilled with that.
0: one. Let's guess that if uh, when the election is held. If Chicago doesn't come up with any votes for the president, will be suspicious because I guarantee you he's going to get Blago's vote.
3: Well, there's a chance, too, that Blagojevich uh, could be thankful and decide he's going to you know, spill some beans on some people. I'm sure he knows dirt.
0: That would be good. That would be uh, absolutely good. Uh, so a lot of things going on. I, I think there's uh, – I'm going to watch the first of the debates tonight because Bloomberg's in it. Uh, and I heard uh, uh, Carl say today that uh, he has heard that Bloomberg has done debates on uh, the mayoral races in uh, New York, but he's not very good at it. Well, that's good. That's good. For some reason, I don't like Bloomberg more than I don't like anybody that's running, even even Bernie. Uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, uh, he reminds me of the guy in the Uh, in the Monopoly game, you know, the top hat and all the money, Mm -hmm. his money is so emphasized.
3: Well, he's buying his way up the ticket. I was uh, watching some videos this morning about him. Apparently, uh, you know, he's buying off uh, various politicians here and there to gain their support, and uh, a lot of people are complaining, saying this
0: isn't right. That's all they talk about with him. Uh, Nobody says, oh, I don't like it. Uh, That and and his, not gaffes. These are positions he took over the beginning of his political career right up to now. Uh, redlining, that sort of thing. You don't have to have much gray matter if you're a farmer or a factory worker. He's getting
3: burned on yeah. that one.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's he's just said things that are abhorrent uh, 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 to many different communities. And apparently, it doesn't matter if you got that kind of money. I, 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 I reject that. I really do. I, I don't think you should be able to do that, but... I don't know any other way around it.
3: He's actually gone out and he found you know these memes that you see all over uh, Facebook and Twitter. He's actually on Instagram. He's found the people who make them and he's paying them money to make memes for him.
0: Unbelievable! Try,
3: you know, he wants to be looked as cool.
0: He's like Colonel Sanders, who was so rich that he had people lick his fingers for him. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Irv. (laughs) Every time Irv Weinstein quoted uh, something from me, that was the quote. That was it. He loved that line. (laughs) For some reason, every once in a while you tickle somebody's fancy and they go, oh, that's a great line. The first time Irv heard it, for all of the years that I've known Irv since then, he always quoted that line.
3: We all have our one favorite joke.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's, uh, What's your favorite joke? You got one?
3: Not that we could use on the air. You just said we all had one. (laughs) Not to be used on the air.
0: Okay. Do you
1: have a favorite uh, line or joke? No, I just like to make sarcastic remarks.
0: Uh, Yeah, asides. Yeah. Little quips. Quips and an aside. Not, Not a big produced thing.
1: Right, but like Tony, what I usually would come back with, I probably can't say. You
0: know what I love to do? Seinfeld references. Oh, really? I've never heard that as one. Tony hurled the headphones <laughs> through the window. Yeah.
1: It's funny. As soon as Sandy walked in this morning, before Tony got here, I yeah. made a Seinfeld reference. You did.
0: You did. Yeah, yada yada yada. You did the yada 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 thing. All right, we'll take a break on News Radio nine thirty W B E N. It is uh, Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Everybody's talking this morning about the possibility. Uh, that the amusement park will go away. Yes, Fantasy Island, something that a lot of people grew up with. Uh, Fantasy Island was there when I came to Buffalo in 1968, and I know over the years it has has had different owners and whatever, and it was always an alternative to Darien Lake, uh, less expensive, uh, less elaborate, but still a lot of fun, and uh, sorry if we'll have to lose it. I, I have a soft spot in my heart for amusement parks, seeing that uh, uh, when I was a uh, senior in high school and a year after, I worked at uh, an amusement park that I could see from my house Whalem Park, playground of central New England. I worked there, and my friend Don, who calls, he worked there too. Uh, he ran the miniature golf course, he was in charge of that, and I, I worked at the fun house. I wasn't in charge of the funhouse, but that's where I worked. I swept the floor. I operated the machinery with the compressed air. Think of how simple things were then. If you walked over this hole in the floor and I saw you, I hit the compressed air and your skirt would blow up. And that was considered really outrageous. Now that's. I bet
3: you hated that part. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then we had the roulette wheel, we had the big slide, we had the barrel. Uh, we had the stairs that go up and down and up and down. We had all of that stuff. What about the funny mirrors that we make, had the you funny look fat mirrors make me look fat tall. I didn't need the mirror to make me look fat. <laughs> well, at that time, I wasn't fat, so I guess they enhanced my beauty. But it was great fun because people, you go to work and people were there uh, either on vacation or a school trip or something, but everybody was happy to be there. It was a happy place. And so it wasn't like, um, uh, you know, gee, I hate to go to work today because everybody's grouchy. No, everybody was in a good mood. And um, somebody sent me a couple of years ago. uh, When last I went home, they had had torn down the whole park and put condos in there overlooking uh, the lake, uh, Lake Whalem. And it was really depressing to me because a great part of my childhood was spent at the amusement park. But somebody had sent me a CD, which I have. Which shows before the uh, condos went up, it showed what was left of the park after they had closed it. And the only thing left uh, of the funhouse, the entire funhouse where I worked for two years just before I went to radio school, uh, was the uh, glass case in which the laughing lady uh, was. The laughing lady was an animatronic deal, and, it, and uh, she, she looked like a hooker, actually looked like a, an aged hooker she had big red rouge on and she would go like this <laughs> now after we had one at Crystal Beach did like you have that. one yeah. probably the same thing uh, but you, you'd get tired of the laugh I can tell you that the, the laugh wouldn't is enough to drive you nuts but it was great working there and uh, Donna and I always prayed for rain because when it rained the park would close and then we'd get in the car and go to a racetrack usually Suffolk Downs or Narragansett, uh, and um, and play the horses. <laughs>
3: cool. Right now I'm looking at a picture. You might remember this. There's a bridge, and uh, on the bridge, in the big letters, Wayland Park, straight ahead.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Wayland Park had uh, a lot of business from uh, a great distance. And what I used to love, what probably really got me going, in intra in interesting in cars, which has been a lifelong dream of mine, is that you had to go to the office to punch in, and you went to the office to punch out. The general manager had a new Cadillac. It was a 19 let's see, uh, 58 Cadillac, something like that. The one with the the uh, the tail that have two prongs on them. You've seen them at Barrett Jackson. Yes. And of course, I had, a, I had a Chevy, just a plain Jane Chevy, uh, but it was great because it was my own car. Uh, but I used to lust after the general manager's car. In fact, I would walk around it on my way to uh, punch out just to see the different lines on it. And uh, every once in a while when I see them come up for sale in Barrett-Jackson or, or uh, any of the other auction houses, I, I, I think about those, uh, those years. They were good years. And Don and I be, uh, were good friends. We went to school together. We worked together. We played uh, the horses <laughs> together. And every once in a while he calls, and it's the, the light of my uh, life, and it's the joyous part of a day when he calls.
3: What was the whale? Uh, I'm looking at a picture. It's called a fun locator map well, of Whalen Park. I'll and tell was you a what,
0: because it's called Whalem ah. Park. Uh, and so the whale was the symbol. It was the playground of central New England was the was the slug line. And, uh, yeah, they had, as you entered, they had Kittyland land on one end where they had the little kitty rides and the train that went into the woods and stuff. Right. On the other end, they had the skating rink.
3: Yep, I'm looking at a picture of the skating you know, rink. the
0: skating rink uh, and what uh, used to be called the custer cars. These were small cars that were, uh, they had gasoline engines in them. They weren't electric or anything like that. And that was at the other end. So, uh, and the tumble bug was down there, and it was great fun.
3: Looked like the roller coaster was good size.
0: It, yeah, it was. And it was a wooden roller coaster, and it made that noise as you're going up. And then you, all of a sudden, boom. And I, uh, I had we had a Ferris wheel. I, I don't like the Ferris wheel. I do like the roller coasters, but I'm not big on the Ferris wheel.
3: You also had a, what was it, a rocket ship
0: car? Yeah, yep, yeah. and in the middle was the amusement uh, uh, m- a food place. Now the guy that owned the uh, uh, the uh, the uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It's not an amusement ride, but Landry's golf car uh, golf uh, ride. Let's call it a ride. I don't know what to call it. It's miniature golf. What would you call it? A golf what?
3: A golf cart, I guess. No, I it's know. not a
0: cart. It's it's a miniature golf course. Putt putt. Putt putt. Just putt putt. We'll call it Papa. It wasn't Papa. That's a brand name, but it was like right. Papa. But his his boss owned the amusement uh, 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 park part of it, and he owned the food, uh, and and they sold food there. So we would eat there too. That's Are called. you
1: talking about mini golf land?
0: Yeah, that's probably it. Had a na- it had a generic name. But it was right in the middle of the amusement park. It was a nice one, too.
3: And you guys also had something in common with Fantasy Island. You had the uh, train that would take you around. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a big train, you know, where the you conductor's could as pretty much adult. bigger than the, uh, the engine.
0: Yeah, you could ride as an adult on it. And it was fun because uh, I always wanted to drive it. They never let me drive it because of the dump truck thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've told this before. When we went to the off-season, and I was going to work a year before I went to Boston to radio school, I worked in maintenance. And they said uh, I could drive anything. So they said, uh, you want to take the uh, truck to the dump? I said, sure. So they gave me a test ride. All we did is drive around, empty the uh, bags and stuff, go to the dump, empty it, and come back, right? So I did that. Hey, I was feeling like a big boy wearing my big boy truck, a big dump truck. But as I'm going to the dump— People are, sh- are blinking their lights. They're honking their horns. I just thought they liked it. It was a Whalen Park truck, and they like <laughs> Whalen Park. Now I got to the dump, and I backed it up just like I'm supposed to, and I started to dump, and I suddenly found I had nothing to dump. I had not put the cover on the, on the uh, bed of the dump truck. It all had blown out. An entire truck's worth of stuff over the course of my short ride to the dump. They never asked me to di- to drive the dump truck again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> wow. I decided I'd be better off in radio than uh, dumping the dump truck. Uh, but it was fun to drive. I like to, I like to drive almost anything.
3: I wish I could find the, the picture of uh, the fun house, but I'm not able to locate it.
0: The only thing I've ever found on that is uh, the laughing lady, which was in front
1: and a video, a music video was shot there in 1982. Oh really? The cars touch and go. Yeah.
0: Oh really? Yes. Oh that's kind of cool. Very nice. All right, we'll uh, we'll be back with more. I promise not to dump the load before I get there. That would make a that would make a good country song. Oh,
3: yes it would.
0: I dumped the load before I got there. How about that? Anybody that's ever dumped a, a dump truck will love that song. <laughs> On News Radio 930 WBEN.
4: Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
0: We are back with Beach and Company. Uh, after we did the commercial, Tony and I were talking about Fantasy Island, uh, and you were telling me that in the last few years of it, uh, because you'd taken the kids there, the last few years they kind of let it go to uh, go to seed
3: yeah it seems like ever since uh the sale to this group that has it now it went downhill and as people have been texting in the last couple of years you notice that the park wasn't staffed well last time i was there it wasn't clean you know litter on the floor on the ground uh but you know areas of lawn that weren't caught, uh, many of the rides were closed, and they really didn't have a good feel for the community. And I remember two things that they, because they had a Facebook page, I don't know if they still do. So they wanted to hear back from uh, residents, what do you like, what do you want? And overwhelmingly, people would bring back the log ride. I don't know if you're familiar with the log ride, it goes no. into the water a little bit, you get a little splash, but it was really fun. So... That's overwhelming, and they wouldn't respond. Then one year, April Fool's, they decided to do a practical joke. Oh, the log ride's coming back. I thought, you know what, that's cruel, because they had no intention of bringing it back. Oh, they just
0: did it as a joke? Yeah.
3: I just thought, very poor way of reading the room.
0: You can tell when a business is starting to slide. Uh, I remember Fuddruckers. I did the opening of the Fuddruckers across from... I love Fuddruckers. And I love Fuddruckers. And I used to go there not only for the great burgers, but... For the uh, rolls, too. Uh, just, you could just eat the rolls. They were that good. And I loved them. Then I was away for a, a couple of years. When I came back and went to Ruckers, there were there were some signs, uh, for instance, where they used to have all the condiments and the tomatoes and things. Uh, and, and it was always immaculate. It looked like an operating room at a hospital. It was that clean. Suddenly, half of the condiments were missing. Uh, it just didn't look like the same place. It looked like they could use a broom. And stuff like that. And when you go into a store and the shelves aren't full, that's a dead giveaway uh, that uh, they're on their road to oblivion. So it's sad.
3: It was sad. It's
0: sad. You got to see it. Uh, you got to say, uh, "I want to see it the way it was," and that it went away.
3: Done. I have something for you, Sandy.
0: What? The clean, the laughing lady. The
3: laughing clown.
0: <laughs> Is that the sound? Uh, it's close to it. I think uh, she was she was slower. her, her laugh was slower, uh, but it's very similar to that. So if you if you spend eight hours a day uh listening to that laugh, uh, when when there were no people walking by I used to shut it off.
3: <laughs> well it says Whalem Park Funhouse, the sound of the laughing clown. That's
0: the one they use? For,
3: this could have been later. It was
0: later because ours was the laughing lady. It was a large fat lady who had a rouge on both cheeks and used a and a big curly wig on, and she used to throw her head backwards and her whole and her hands would be flailing out. And it, it yeah. looks
3: like that's what this clown does. But the clown's in a uh, red and blue polka dot outfit with a like wizard cap, and never red had hair.
0: A, never had a clown. My guess is the laughing lady probably broke and they couldn't fix it. Right. So they brought in something else to do that. And that's not where I got my laugh. My laugh is normal. Uh, for me, anyway. Uh, so there, amusement park uh, fun. Did you ever go uh, have a favorite amusement park, Buzzy?
1: Oh, I mean, growing up, Darien Lake, at least once a year.
0: Yeah, that's, that's great. That's really uh, upscale, good, and they've done a great job with uh, that I over s- the years.
1: I still try to make it there once a year. It's, yeah. uh, it's a great venue for concerts. Aren't
0: you going there for the rides? Well, yeah. You said you like to make it there. Well, you I can do. make it anywhere. anywhere. You can make it anywhere. But
1: once I'm there, I like the rides. I, I think it's great venue for concerts. The only problem is
0: leave after it. the concert. Yeah, you can't yeah. get it out. It's yeah, always an issue. It. All right. What are we talking about today? First of all, I find it amusing. Uh, things that amuse me in life. How many times have we been lectured by people? Trees. We need more trees. We must have more trees. And you get people, yes, I'm planting a thousand trees a day. I want to make and every place I go on on vacation or just uh, point uh, from point A to point B I see so many trees I'm thinking what are they talking about we got plenty of trees there's all kinds of trees and uh, the the big lumber companies when they harvest five trees they plant 10 trees to uh, to replace them uh, so we're not we have no shortage of trees so what do they do They come out and they the people the same people that tell us uh, we have a shortage of trees uh, they come out and say no more plastic you must use paper (laughs) I don't know if they know where paper comes from did anybody tell them it comes from a tree so here you're telling me we we don't have enough trees and now you're making us use trees uh, to uh, to bring our stuff home uh, because we don't want the whales to have to uh, deal with plastic bags and I can understand that but. The bottom line is the jig is up on the on the scam that we need more trees. We are going to need more trees now, uh, because as other uh, states do what we're doing, as of uh, March 1st, New York uh, has banned plastic bags. There'll be no plastic bags for you. No bags for you. You must have a uh, if you uh, if you have a uh, reusable container. You bring it to the store. Now, one has jumped the gun, and that's, uh, let's see, Tops isn't doing it yet. That's March 1st. Aldi's has always done it. Okay, Wegmans has been doing it for a couple of weeks now. So I want to ask you, by bringing your own reusable bags, how is it working out for you? Because anecdotally, I talked to a couple of people that shop at Wegmans, and they say, okay, you bring in your bags, and it's really a slower checkout Simply because uh, the person ringing you up, say you got three or four bags. This might be a bag with a handle that you got here. This one you got on Viking river cruises. Here's one that I just uh, bought at the store. And they're different sizes, there's no uniformity to them. So the person who's going to pack your bag has to uh, do it the right way. Now, I remember when it was all uh, paper bags before. You had people that were really good at putting the right things in the right bags, and they maximized the use of space, and it was pretty good. But now they're, they're going through the process again. And remember, the uh, one thing that I really don't like is that uh, people who want you to spend money with them want you to do all the work. When you're flying, they want you to, oh, print your own ticket, print your own baggage claim. Uh, do this, do that. They want you to do everything but fly the plane. And if you're at, if you're at a, a restaurant, I, I, I don't want make your own salad. No, I'm at a restaurant, you make my salad for me. I don't want make your own dessert. I know I could put more whipped cream on it, but I want you to make the dessert. I want you to serve me at a restaurant, and I will give you a generous tip in exchange for that. I don't want to do that work. I don't want to check myself out of the uh, supermarket. I'm sorry. I don't want to do it. I want somebody else to do it, and I, I won't do it. Uh, I, you know, they always, sir, you know, self-checkout, thank you. Yes, uh, I want you to check me out, would you please? Uh, and so that's the way it goes. Uh, so I want to know from you if you've had any experience at Weggies or uh, maybe Aldi's, uh, although Aldi's has always been like this. With Aldi's, you not only pack your own bag, you unload the truck. You, they have you unload the truck and make a meal for the driver, and then uh, and then <laughs> Don't they forget w- to stock the shelf. <laughs> exactly, stock the shelf, and then get behind the cash register and point to where things should be loaded, and then uh, at home send you a Christmas card.
3: I'm going to stop at shoveling the sidewalk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's Aldi's. Uh, It's a a German company, and you can tell they work with German uh, precision. I'm telling you, whenever we go overseas, if we're in Europe, Aldi's is all over the place. Uh, Yeah, and they had, there were two brothers that started Aldi's, and they had a fight. And one got all the European Aldi's, and the other got all of the American Aldi's. So it's a very big company. And it's funny to see the Aldi signs when you're over there, especially in Germany. All right. Let uh, when we come back, we'll talk to you on News Radio 930 W B E N. Let's see if you guys can guess this. All right, the woman who has a particular set of skills—you uh, know who she is—the lovely Bernadette. Yes. Uh, I'm going to tie her into Fantasy Island. What is her tie to a man she knows regarding Fantasy Island? Only I can think of
3: is Rob Lederman and the stunt he
0: pulled there. No, that's not it. And how about you, Buzzy? Dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. dum i am dum, 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 dum,
1: not good on my Fantasy Island trivia.
0: Okay, well, this is a tough one. Yeah. I will tell you, this is a tough one. I would never have guessed it. She knew the man who came up with the term fun-wow. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was his term, fun-wow. And uh, near the end of the the, of the uh, tenure of Fantasy Island, the fun-wow was a big deal. All right, uh, I, that was too tough. I, I should I have given you a clue or something like that. Uh, okay, now, no plastic bags starting March first. Uh, that's when Tops will start. Wegman's already started. Give me uh, your experience regarding plastic bags. Maybe you go to Wegman's and uh, and maybe you go to Aldi's, and they've been doing it for a long time. Let's go to uh, Diane in Buffalo. Diane, you're on WBen.
2: Good morning, Sandy. I go to all the stores. You know, I go to Aldi's. I go to Price Right. I go to Tops. Okay. Um, so I, you know, have the experience of all the different. Uh, you know situations, but I like the little plastic bags that Tops gives and Wegmans used to give, and
0: I do too. You can use them for other things.
2: But but this is the thing that, because I'm old, I'm 70 years old, I got a bad back. I can't be carrying like those fill those big bags up. You know the cloth bags with forty pounds. Of, of food and then try to carry them. They have
0: handles on them for a reason, because they are going to be heavy and not easy to carry.
2: For old people, you know, bad back people or bad legs, you know, it's going to be difficult. You know, like Cuomo might be a big guy with a strong back, but, you know, we're not all like that.
0: The number one illness in the U.S. today, I saw it a couple weeks ago, is something I have. Lower back pain. I have spinal stenosis. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem. And as you point out, people buy groceries, and they're hard to get home if you've got to use the big bags.
2: Especially you if you're old and frail. But this is another situation. A lot of those reusable bags people bring in are dirty, I noticed. And um, the cleanliness, you know, the sterile. Yeah,
0: especially if they're cloth. It's hard to keep cloth clean.
2: Wash them, but some of them probably would fall apart. But this is – I do not think the cashiers should – Fill the bags, touch those dirty bags, and they need to just put the groceries, ring them up, and put them back into the cart that so people could push the cart to the car and leave their dirty bags in the car.
0: You, you brought up a good point. I, I had not thought of that. If somebody comes with dirty bags, the cashier has to place things in there. Now the next person has clean bags, but they're they're subject to somebody who has touched dirty bags. You're right.
2: You don't know who's been keeping them. You,
0: you don't know what's been in them. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good point.
2: like that, and um, I I wish, you know, Cuomo didn't do this because this is causing a, you know, a lot of problems. And now they're talking about getting rid of the, the bags, like all these 10 cent big bags, um, if people don't like that. But I like those all these bags. Let me ask you a
0: question Do you like self checkout? Because I don't, and I'm wondering if I'm alone on this.
2: Credit card, and I'm afraid it's going to goof up my credit card. So. But so you don't use it? Help you with it. My son uses it, but I, you know, he's more like tech than I am. He
0: All knows. right. Well, thank you. You gave me a good overview of what's out there. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you, Diane. Uh, okay. Do you two guys like self checkout or not? I hate self checkout. I, I, I won't it. use it.
3: I think I've tried it twice, and uh, one, I don't like taking work away from uh, some. I Other feel like people. you know, yeah. I'm assisting them and getting rid of employees. Yeah. I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. How
1: about you, Mr. Beamer? I seem to be in the minority here. I love the self-checkout. But remember, I don't do a one big
0: shopping. You do uh, every day or every two days or something.
1: Yeah, shop as we need it. So I'm in, since we live right next to Tops, I'm in Tops all the time. That's so good. Yeah, but if I had a big order, of course, I would go to the regular checkout. But I have been a huge fan of the self-checkout.
0: Well, here this would give an idea. <laughs> when Cindy passed, uh, my dear Cindy, and those of you who listening to the show know who I'm talking about. Uh, here's what I did for two years: I never went to a grocery store. Every day, I would stop in a convenience store. Now, convenience stores are convenient, but they're also more expensive. Uh, but I never had a lot to take out. I would take out what I was going to eat that night, basically. Or maybe uh, maybe two days at the max. So I'd be in there a lot. Uh, so it it didn't uh, it didn't uh, it didn't hurt me much. But the bottom line is I don't like self-checkout, and I don't like the plastic bag ban. On News Radio nine thirty, we want to hear from you on WBEN.